Hey, Life Central Youth, welcome to our uh, Corona special podcast or Coronavirus special podcast. Um, one of the ideas when we set up these podcasts was so that we would be able to speak into events that are happening in culture, stuff that's going on. Um, and, you know, we are in unprecedented times at the moment um, with the outbreak of the coronavirus worldwide. Um, and we as a youth team want to help you to respond, uh, to be responsible, um, and how you can live for Jesus in the midst of a global pandemic. Um, so what we've done is we've set up this little discussion. Um, it is uh, myself, Andy Hancock, um, and I've got Matt Fung here with me. Matt is one of our elders. You may not know him, um, but our elders are really influential in the life of the church. Uh, their fingerprints are all over everything that we do. Um, but Matt is one of our elders, but he's also um, a healthcare professional. Matt, do you want to tell us a little bit about you and what you do um, and almost what qualifies you to speak into this? Hi, thanks, Andy. Yeah, so I'm uh, Matt Fung and um, been at this church now for about 12 years and really good to be here to really talk about um, a really important situation. So um, during the day, I'm a uh, consultant in public health. Uh, that means that I work across the major uh, kind of domains of public health, which includes uh, health improvement, that's kind of uh, typically stop smoking and do exercise, lose weight, etc. cetera. Um, uh, kind of healthcare, public health, making sure that the hospitals are set up to respond appropriately to the needs of the population, and also health protection, the infectious diseases that we're gonna be talking about today. Um, crucially, uh, what threads through all of my role is something about prevention, preventing things before they happen, so preventing diseases before they kind of affect people's lives and also reducing health inequalities between populations. So in a nutshell, that's kind of what I do. So in short, you're really qualified to speak to us about this. Hopefully I've got a, a bit of knowledge that I can kind of share with you guys. Far more qualified than I am. <laughs> all I've been doing is watching BBC News and keeping an eye on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So you are way more qualified to speak into this. Matt, just clarify for us, because we, we're hearing like people using coronavirus and people using COVID-19, like what is the virus and how will it affect us if we do get it? Do you know, coronavirus is um, actually a, a family of viruses and coronavirus is not new uh, to, in, an, uh, in kind of essence. Uh, some coronaviruses cause the common cold. So right. actually we've all probably caught a coronavirus at some point in our lives. Um, this coronavirus that we're talking about is a new strain of coronavirus and um, that's kind of what makes it really important. Not many people across the world have um, natural immunity to it. So when you catch coronavirus, then quite often it can cause some symptoms. Now, people respond in very different ways to uh, pretty much every illness and, and condition. Um, the main symptoms of this type of coronavirus are high temperatures. So we're saying um, anything above 37.8 uh, degrees Celsius, um, a new onset cough, maybe aches and pains, headache, shortness of breath, that type of thing. However, as I say, lots of people respond in different ways and many people who get this disease will only, will only have very mild symptoms. Um, in fact, up to about 30% of people actually have no symptoms at all. So it really- I found that out last night. I seen somebody on social media say, I've just tested positive for coronavirus, but I've had no symptoms at all. So actually we could have it without having any symptoms. Absolutely. and. That's, that's why we have to kind of all individually just determine, you know, um, do, do I feel unwell? Do I feel sick? Have I had contact with anybody else with coronavirus and am I displaying symptoms? Just be really vigilant about your own kind of health and well-being. Absolutely. 
And so, so the key there is for the majority of people in the world, if you get coronavirus or COVID-19, it will be very mild. It will be either no symptoms or some s sort of like cold-like thing that we've all had before. Absolutely. And that's the message that has been given out. Uh, I, I know it can be really confusing. You mentioned before, Andy, getting information from Facebook and Twitter, uh, BBC News, etc. And quite often, all of those news sources don't kind of um, say the same thing. So it's really important to try and go to the most definitive source of authoritative information. So I would say kind of the government website, that's a really yeah. good place to get kind of the actual information from. Everything else is really an interpretation of that. Right, okay. Um, so that's really important. So I like think. the NHS website? Absolutely, NHS website, NHS 111, um, have information on their site too. So really just think about kind of where you're hearing your kind of information and stories from and how you're interpreting that. It's really important. Right, and that's really helpful because I think there's so many like zombie films and apocalyptic films and things like The Walking Dead that almost give like a global pandemic will be the end of the world and people will be walking around like zombies. And I suppose when you hear that it's a global pandemic, you think that's going to happen. And actually, coronavirus is, is for most people is is a bit of a cold, but it will affect some people more seriously, won't it? Absolutely. Uh, th there will be some people who uh, experience more severe side effects of or, or kind of um, consequences and symptoms of coronavirus or this particular coronavirus. Uh, and those are typically older people, people with long-term health conditions, uh, are more vulnerable people and frail people in, in society. Um, but as I say, the majority of people will get better. This is nothing like a zombie apocalyptic movie. Um, it's very different. Um, and I think it's it's always good to keep it all in proportion, you know. Mm. Uh, the word pandemic can, can be quite a fearful word, actually. Um, this is this is a virus that um, it is new, yes. Um, but as we say, for the majority of people, symptoms will be either non-existent, they'll be asymptomatic, or symptoms will be very mild, and they'll be able to uh, uh, kind of um, get better at home, just with kind of isolation, getting some rest, eating well, and um, just being able to recover. Right, and and we we should say like information is changing on this all of the time. Like we don't know everything about this virus. Like it's it's a new virus, so so information, and we are finding more and more out about how to treat it and all of that stuff. But as it stands, as we're recording today on the sixteenth of March, this this is what is the government's advice um, and what we know of it. Um, and it's important to say as well, we all have a responsibility. So I know like. I, if I get it, it won't affect me that much and it's not a serious thing for me, but I could carry it to somebody who is going to be seriously affected and we all have a responsibility to, to stem the spread of the virus, which is why it's so important that you're washing your hands and you're washing them well. Teenage boys, wash your flipping hands. Like stop, mm -hmm. stop wiping your snotty, wiping your snotty nose on the back of your hands. Like get a tissue, catch it, bin it, kill it. All that stuff is really, really important, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, kind of slightly in jest. For the first time in my life, in the men's toilets, I've noticed that um, kind of hand wash is running out. That's a really yeah. good message. That would never have happened before. Oh, disgusting! How many men go to the toilet and don't wash their hands? I, I, I dare not count. Andrew. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like I see it at football matches, 
but I even see it at church. I'm like, whoa, I'm not shaking hands with him later because I know he didn't wash his hands. <laughs> like, people, yeah. we need to be serious about washing our hands you and know, being really I sensible. I think we all have a real responsibility in, in trying to stop the spread of this thing. One of the most effecti- effective ways of stopping ourselves getting it and stopping um, us passing it on to other people is through hand washing. That catch it, kill it, bin it campaign absolutely is um, really important. As is kind of as we mentioned before, looking out for your own health and well-being. If you think that you've got symptoms, following government advice at the yeah. moment, it is kind of that seven-day isolation period um, to make sure that you're kind of getting better and uh, and not able so able to pass the infection on to other people who may be more vulnerable. Um, so we have a real kind of responsibility um, as kind of people who who try and um, look out for others, protect others, and carry that kind of Christ-like. Um, kind of yeah. action as well you know yeah. um so it, you know i, I think it's I, I think we should be um role models and and lead the way with a lot of this stuff which absolutely. is absolutely what we can do as a community of people mm. yeah and you know i was uh, looking this morning uh, that you know jesus says to his disciples love one another as i have loved you by this they will know that you are my, dis- my disciples if you love one another mm. and actually what jesus did is he loved the unlovable he went into the communities of people that, that no one else would go to. And, yeah. you know, th- they may well come become this stigma around, oh, they've got coronavirus, stay away. But actually, we need to be people who are responsible and looking after ourselves and not carrying the virus, but walking towards people, and particularly like people who are in self-isolation. We need to find a way to connect with them. And, you know, yeah. um, like looking after your family members and connecting with them. Like we might have to go old school and go back to calling each other because actually getting getting face-to-face contact with somebody like we're fortunate we live in a day and age where mm. we can facetime people and we can skype Absolutely. and we can do all of that that will be key in periods of isolation it will be key that you check in with your mates and you know they might say yeah i'm fine on text message but a range of time to facetime them a range of time to be in touch with them let's keep in contact with each other and keep human connection going you know there might be social isolation but let's not make sure that there is spiritual isolation and and make sure that there's social connection even though we're isolated physically absolutely i I think that's all really good andy and thanks for bringing that up because actually when when people are in isolation um it's a it it can be as the name suggests a really isolating time not not just physically but um kind of mentally and spiritually as well so um as people who are a part of this community here in church and uh, also looking out for our, our community um, wider than this church as well. What can we do to um, help people who, as you, as you say, may be self-isolating, who may be not seeing anybody during that seven days or 14 days or whatever it is? You know, how can we help them practically? Um, I, I'm hearing stories of, of kind of neighbourhoods and, and streets coming together through WhatsApp, for instance. Mm. Um, people going around, you know, asking their neighbours, what, what do you need if... if if you if you have to self isolate, what can we do for you to make sure that you're going to be okay and able to recover uh, in the best way that you can? And um, that gives me great hope, actually, yeah. uh, in the way that people are coming together in ways that they wouldn't have previously because of this pandemic. So mm. yes, it's uh, an uncertain time for everybody, but I can see these glimmers of hope, and, and hope is a really key word there, um, kind of. Um, coming into the very streets and neighbourhoods round about where we live, and I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah, and we've we've had some meetings today as a staff team, and um, tonight as this podcast goes out, it will go out after uh, an announcement that we're going to move to having no service gatherings 
um, on Sundays uh, for the foreseeable future, um, and we're going to be doing everything on live stream. Um, kids and youth work midweek will continue um, uh, until further notice, um, so crews will be on as normal on Wednesday, and um, uh, the hub and the base will be on on Friday night um, until further notice. Um, but we are working as a staff team and as a church to equip people um, to, to still you know, love like Jesus in this mm. season. So we're talking about how do we get people protected? And that's part of the reason why, um, that's the big reason why we're, we're saying no gatherings on Sundays. Mm. Um, we are talking about how do we get people to Jesus? So we're going to be pushing into the live stream and we're going to be helping people engage um, with, uh, with Jesus in this season. And then the third thing is how do we get people to people? Um, mm. So we're looking at how do, we, how do we equip the whole church to be the church in periods of isolation and mm. and as as this this pandemic rolls out so we we, we may well do another podcast to, to look at that but just um as we're on like self-isolation topic like how do we how do we plan for a self-isolation what are some things that we need to think about um during that because seven times seven seven times seven days on your own in your bedroom like that's a long time like that's going to be a tough season sure. how can we prepare for that matt um, I mean, it's a great question, and, and people are going to um, have different ways of coping with this. I mean, one of the things that goes through my mind is we, we have this, this life that uh, is a real gift and blessing, and let's use it to its potential, really, even when we're having to self-isolate for 7 or 14 days or however long it is. And really, it's looking to, to things that perhaps we don't normally do. So rather than um, kind of watching Netflix and playing on the Xbox all the time, absolutely do some of that stuff. But it's th about thinking about what else we can do. You know, yeah. um, what books haven't we read? H have we read a book recently? Use, your, use the opportunity, the quiet, to um, dive into topics that we haven't really explored before. How about new um, hobbies that perhaps we haven't ha um, found time to pick up before? Well, this is a great opportunity to do some of that stuff yeah, and absolutely. to really kind of explore things that... Um, are going to really add value and life to our life um, that we wouldn't normally do in normal yeah. times. So I think it's a real opportunity, actually, Andy. Absolutely, and I think planning for that kind of stuff as well. I think like like we're not saying don't go on Netflix. We're saying like like be sensible because I think probably the biggest thing that that young people have to be concerned about um, with coronavirus, unless you are somebody who has underlying health issues. Um, but uh, the biggest thing is is not coronavirus itself but the knock-on effects and i think we have to look after our own mental health mm. um so i'm aware that like i've been out the house less this weekend because of the impacts of, of coronavirus so i've been on my phone more and i've actually noticed i'm i'm refreshing twitter and i'm looking on instagram more than i normally do i'm gonna put like parameters in place to go do you know what if i am under a period of self-isolation i'm gonna I'm going to make sure my screen time is limited because, yes, I want to complete that game that I'm in the middle of on PS4, but if I spend eight hours a day on, on my PlayStation or my Xbox, like that's going to have an impact on my mental health in a negative way. Um, and I think Absolutely. limiting that time. Laura and I, we've been talking about this of, like, if we end up being self-isolated, what will we do? And, like, we're talking about, like, creating, like, a crazy golf course around our house um, and, you know, we're, we're coming up with plans. I don't know whether you've seen um, Perry from Little Mix is going out with Oxley Chamberlain, who plays for Liverpool. And okay, the, two <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the two of them together, they're self-isolated. 
um, and they they um, have done like a little dance together. So I think Perry's taught Ox a, a dance, and they've done that together, and they put it out on social media. It's gone absolutely viral, um, and mm. it's things like that that mm-hmm. you can have fun together. Like you know, I think like and push them more into your relationship with Jesus as well. Like the the common excuse for not reading your Bible and not spending time with Jesus is I haven't got time. Well, one of the gifts that we may well get over the next coming weeks and months is is time mm. and if we can invest that in our relationship with jesus like imagine we come out the, the other side of this with a with a depth of knowledge of the bible a, and a depth of relationship with jesus as a result of being able to spend more time with them yeah no, that's really good and and some really good um, thoughts in that andy uh, and the other thing is if you're self-isolating as we as we mentioned before uh, kind of staying connected to other people um via phone or, or kind of other WhatsApp, whatever other channels that you use, but also um, kind of maybe video calling people that you don't normally video call. I'm actually thinking about um, buying my nan some more data so that I can actually video call nice. her because actually older people are going to be isolated, not because they've got the virus, um, but because they're trying to protect themselves from getting the virus. So actually we'll have well older people in their homes who maybe could become quite lonely and, and to, to battle that loneliness, I think that's that's entirely within our gift now with mm. the power that we have in our, our hands Absolutely. that our mobile phone, you know? And that's that's a gift that younger generations can give to older generations. If you are confident that you're clean and you're not carrying the virus, like you could you could equip your grandparents or elderly friends to be able to engage with YouTube, to be able to engage with our live stream, to be able to, to FaceTime mm. you. Yeah. Like because that's that's how we're going to keep connected with people. That's really important. Just a couple of quick questions before we finish, Matt, um, and just to kind of ask some questions that I've seen rumored. Like once once we've caught Corona um, or COVID nineteen, and we come out the other side of it, does that now mean that we're immune to it? And does that mean that we no longer ca- can carry it? It's a it's a really interesting question, and. Um, one that uh, I think the evidence and, and the data is, is being updated all the time. Okay. Um, but from my perspective, like with the common cold, okay, you can become immune to a certain strain of virus that causes the common cold, but you can still catch a cold in, in the future. Mm. Um, so you're immune to one strain of cold, but not to all. Um, and, and with coronavirus, I would expect the same to be true, that you develop some immunity to this strain of coronavirus. Yeah. Um, but you may still be susceptible to others in the future. So I think it's just to say don't be complacent about all of this stuff because actually um, we're learning more and more about this virus all the time. Great. And then, like, should we be thinking about stockpiling food? Like, there's, you know, there's all people are are panic buying and toilet roll and pasta. Do you know, Laura went to Aldi this morning and a woman got kicked out of Aldi for fighting. No, in Hales Owen. In Hales Owen, no, in the no. Hales Owen Aldi. But that only happens so in the States. <laughs> no, honestly. So Laura went this morning just to do our normal shop, not to stockpile. Um, and she went before work and a woman was kicked out because she started on someone that else. That is insane. That's that is insane. That is not the way we want to be responding, is it? Um, hopefully that wasn't somebody from church. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll yeah. have words after yeah. if it was. It was, um, it was Leon. <laughs> <laughs> a lady. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Um, uh, should we think about stockpiling? Um Think about it. Don't actually do it. Um, Stockpiling is really bad um, for uh, our system. You know, the way in which food is distributed um, around the country, if people start to stockpile and don't follow their usual buying habits, actually, all that does is it pressures the food um, distribution system. And it means that 
potentially people who need a certain product and are likely not to be able to buy it. Uh, so we're seeing that happen with toilet rolls, with dry goods like pasta, like you say, mm. um, tinned tomatoes, etc. Um, the, the messages are coming out from the chief execs of all of the major supermarkets, just buy what you need, supplies are coming through, and shelves will be restocked. There's no need to stockpile. Yeah, and even countries that are on lockdown, they're still allowed to go to the supermarket, aren't they? Or yeah. is that wrong? Uh, as far as I'm aware, yes, they are. But so, so yeah. there's no, there's no, currently there's no country that that we're aware of that is saying you're not allowed to leave the house ever until we say otherwise. Like you can go out to buy essential goods. Like absolutely, absolutely. For for the majority of people, um, they will absolutely be able to go out and buy products from supermarkets like they always have done right. as long as people don't continue to stop park because that's only damaging you know the supermarkets and the uh, the resources that we have yeah and i think a, a key point here is like food bank donations have dropped um and i know some of that's down to um people being able to donate but i think like what what we did this morning is laura went to the shop and i said get our normal shot and buy a bit extra that we can donate to food bank mm. because actually this is again us we as uh, as followers of Jesus need to look out for the for for the people who need it most. Absolutely so yeah. so we bought Absolutely. a bit extra to yeah. bring into the food bank here to donate. So if you can encourage your parents and your family, hey, mum, you're going to the shops. Can you buy an extra bag of pasta and a couple of tin goods that we can donate to the food bank so we can look after our, the least fortunate in our in our community? I think it's a really great point, and um, part of the reason why. Uh, food banks are running short of food is because uh, th there is less surplus food at supermarkets to then donate on to food banks. So absolutely, I, I think if we if we as a community of people can kind of uh, push into that and buy a little bit extra for food banks, we are literally helping uh, the people with the most need um, who, without food banks, may, be, may go hungry, actually, and um, that would be a really positive thing to do. Matt, how can we be praying in this series in this like season of life and the world season what are some key things that we can pray for yeah, i think there's so much that we can pray for um i mean let, let's start with national government uh, ultimately they have such a lot of control over how this thing is going to pan out um we we need to pray for the best wisdom um, that, that they're acting on at national government i think that's uh, that for me is mm. a, a really good starting point yeah um, and ju ju just on that like in the meeting today trying to decide what we as a church do and how we whether we do no services or some services and all this kind of stuff at the end we were like we're, we're just going to take a moment to, to pray and encourage people to pray for our government because actually they're making decisions that are much harder than whether we put services on and, and we need to be praying for them whether we voted for them or not and whether Absolutely. you're you would have if you were old enough whether you would have voted for boris or not or whether your family did or didn't like all of that doesn't matter one bit We've got to pray for our leaders because they have got some tough decisions to make. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, there are no real easy decisions in situations like this. So, um, absolutely, please, please, everybody just keep, um, as Andy says, our leaders um, uh, in government, in your prayers. You may never have uh, prayed for Boris and the Conservative Party before, but actually, if there was ever a time to stop praying for them, I think it's now. Absolutely. And I think someone else we can be praying for is the vulnerable. Like. Yeah. I, I know that there will be potentially people who are listening to this who have got teenage friends or people in their family that are at massive risk of this disease or and whether that's a teenager or whether that's somebody who's who's elderly like we need to be praying for them don't we and we need to be praying that, that God would, 
would protect them and look after them and keep them from this virus. Definitely. I mean, th there are certainly people who can become very sick because of this virus. Um, as we mentioned earlier, the majority of people are, are likely to just have um, mild or, or no symptoms at all, but people can get very sick and to pray for them is really important, as is the health service. Absolutely. You know, they're going to be under massive pressure. They Actually, they already were under massive pressure because of, uh, you know, coming out of winter and uh, all of the normal stuff that comes along. This on top of normal pressures um, is really intense. So do keep kind of our, uh, people who work in our hospitals and GP surgeries and um, in our social care systems in your prayers as well. Yeah, and if you know someone who's a doctor or a nurse, like maybe write them a note of encouragement or buy them a box of chocolates or something yeah, really nice to encourage them. Like I've seen, um, I think Italy did a mass round of applause for their doctors and nurses and set yeah. a time thing. And basically everyone was coming out on their balcony. I've seen loads of stuff about yeah, yeah. what's going on in Italy, but just that sense of appreciation of our doctors and nurses and, on a, and our NHS. They're going to work so hard in this se season and give so much. We need to do what we can, pray for them and encourage and support them as much as we can. Absolutely. And wouldn't it be great if we saw something coming out of Life Central Hailsbury uh, that went viral to say, this is how we're like kind of praying for and showing appreciation for the people that we know are working so hard through this entire thing. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I know that's a lot of information, a conversation, but we, we want to help and equip you to follow Jesus in the midst of this global pandemic. So if you do have any more questions, if you're not sure, if you are feeling anxious, please do like get in touch with us, DM us on Instagram. We are going to be thinking about how we can stay connected with you guys throughout this um, season. We are thinking creatively, but we want to make sure that we are um, helping you to still follow Jesus and helping you to connect with leaders and with other people your age. So please do plug in. If you haven't brought your consent form back, then your details won't be on our system and we will struggle to stay connected to you. So if you can, if you're coming this Wednesday night, bring your consent form back, get it off, off the website, make sure that we can stay connected to you and keep connecting um, with you. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Matt, thank you so much for joining us as well. Yeah, thanks for having me. And yeah, it's been a real privilege. Um, please do take care of yourselves. Keep washing your hands. Keep putting this advice into action and we will all get through it together. Take care, guys.